Queen's lunch. Queen's lunch. Queen's lunch. Oh no. Welcome back to the number one podcast done on a balcony, Wins Lunch. My name, as always, is Spencer. I am Matheson. And you may know our guest from his solo music. You may know him as Cal from Time Flies. I know him as Cal from my friend. Let's make some noise for our friend Cal Shapiro. Yeah. Yeah. We'll add applause there in post. Nice. Nice. Yeah. How you doing, Cal? So good. uh, like it's too bad you weren't recording the whole time because we just went through we just went through it getting set up but we're ready to go we're live yes everything's good you can hear me now yeah you sound buttery is a good word to describe i sound um, asmr ready yes you do (laughs) yeah Mm -hmm. (laughs) hey cal went deep under his desk into the into cable land hit his head i did yes and and now he's concussed yeah but I'm better that it's way. Like I do better it, interviews that way. <laughs> yeah, you think too much when you when you're not concussed. When you've got so. when you're of right and sound mind. The more blood in my brain, the better. I think. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a little bit, little bit of swelling goes are. a long way. That's what they, like Grandpa used to say. <laughs> That's what we're gonna put on Cal's gravestone. A little bit of blood goes a long way. <laughs> like the creator of Vi- Viagra once said, a little bit of swelling goes a long way. Um, <laughs> I feel like that really is a thing a grandpa would say, like, shut up. A little bit of swelling goes long, goes a long way. Yeah, I think you're right. <laughs> yeah. I was told literally by my grandpa one time, and I'm sure every grandpa in America and in the world has said this, but rub some dirt on it. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. I was going to try to I play. S- like, <laughs> well, so, I, so I, I just remember that I, I got a scab in, like, baseball, and... I was like sliding into a base and I, I got a scab and my grandpa was just like, yeah, it'll be fine. Just rub some dirt on it. It's like, what? that's where we get infected. You have like a compound fracture, your bones out of your leg. <laughs> yeah. Another old Shut expression up. that is weird and not desirable is it'll put hair on your chest. It's like, I don't want hair on my chest. I even <laughs> say, I still say that about like a strong coffee. And I was like, I don't, that doesn't, I mean, does it work that way? Wait, you're, you're currently roasting yourself. Is that what's happening? <laughs> yes. Do you shave your chest? Senator? Uh, been known to. Uh, okay. What about you? I don't, but I I feel like I could get into it. I feel like in 2021, picking up new hobbies. Uh, come on, dude. It's yeah. It's like, I don't know. It, I, I'm 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 well groomed. I guess is, is you know that's hot. You know the first time I saw uh, a male waxing portrayed Hollywood style was the 40 year old virgin. But now I feel like I've seen it in everything, and it kind of has me desiring the pain a little bit is that a crazy thing to say like i, I want to know no, no I, I get it you, yeah you, you just want to you want the experience so of, next time can we do this at a waxing pro we'll all wax our chests yeah I'm the, the cool. thing i love the most about that scene is that steve carell I, I, i'm sure you know this actually got his chest waxed like it was not fake <laughs> that and and he's not like he's a really hairy guy that's like christian bale level just method acting right there <laughs> I put, them all, I put them both in the same level. Yeah, that's how you get Oscars. Everyone knows that. <gasps> yeah, what the hell? Why didn't you get an Oscar for that? He Crazy. bled for that role, the literally. Old virgin. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. Um, um, yeah, sorry. Hey, no, it's good to be here. <laughs> Thank you so much for being here, Cal. We jumped right into chest waxing and, and just really skipped over the intro. But that's, that's how it is, dude. That's how it is. We're just, we just, you know, it's funny because when we do this with, we've been friends for probably like four or five years now. When you do this with like closer friends, 
it definitely is less of like i don't know like interviewee it's just it's just us definitely hanging out also the listeners should probably know that we did do this podcast in person three four months ago and the uh the uh it's our first podcast ever where the sound files fucked up 50 episodes is the first time which is so disappointing because yeah. we did like two and a half hours and it was great it was beautiful like, and it's it's really a bummer you the listener really lost I, and i feel just terrible for you because we dug deep on a lot of answers spencer cried i wept they're different things look it up mm. um <laughs> i peed my pants yeah it's yeah. true it was yeah um yeah that, no, that was, was intense great, that was a great time but we're gonna beat it let's do it again it was cathartic as yep. one might say one might say that what happened yeah. how, how did the audio get messed up you know dude it's sometimes it, but it is mm. Sometimes the unexplainable happens. And this is one of those times where I, I listened and once in a while there's like a weird buzz that lasts like 30 seconds and I'm like, okay, fuck, in the intro, awesome. But it'll go away. And then it just didn't go away. And it was more than actually it was more than a buzz. It was like Yeah, it was it there was just ultra distortion. It was weird. unexplainable, I'm yeah. telling you. And wow. we obviously do music, so we know about you know, that sound. is something that people um that's a little insight into the industry. People widely accept that there's just witchcraft around audio gear. It's like, oh, the computer needs to be restarted. Oh, yeah, you turn, you got to unplug that. I guess that's all electronics. Unplug it, and plug it. But back. tell me how true that is, though. Yeah, exactly. It's just like so restart your computer. Weird. It's like because yeah. everything is a science. It's like I got this running through this. I got this outboard gear going through here. But it's like, oh yeah, it just didn't work today. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Oops. Well, sorry. Cal, we sorry. <laughs> Cal, we met. Um, little backstory. I was performing. I was showcasing for a record label that never signed me, per usual. Idiots and uh, <laughs> fools. <laughs> and I was I was showcasing this little stage, and I remember I was I was singing, and I look in the background, and I see someone I recognize, and it's you. I didn't know you yet, but I had known you from YouTube, and I was like, holy shit, that's a homie from Time Flies. So you you are talking to the president and you stop and you kind of walk over to the showcase and there's, you know, A&R people and everything and they kind of like notice you there. And uh, I finished my song and you literally come up like on the stage and you're just like, yo, dope voice. It was like the most perfect thing to ever happen because you were signed to that label at the time. Right. And and then um, and then we, I think, played a show together like a year later and just I think that's where In we Columbus. Columbus. Yep. Oh, that's it. That was the start. That was the that start. was the start. Dude. I'm pretty sure I like hollered something during your performance. Actually, you did. You like whistled or something because you have a great whistle. You could you suck. give us? I do. Boo! Uh, actually, could you tell me what this is from? I'll do a whistle for you. Okay. SpongeBob, baby. Yeah. Nice, nailed it. Great. Yes. But yeah, I did something yeah. like that probably. I think you did, and it was it was. Or I tried to I take know, a it's... whistle solo, and I was like. No, I'm just kidding. If, what uh, if I was covering that song? <laughs> oh, dude, yeah. Uh, so today, trying out for the label, I'd like to do um, as a new one, Careless Whisper. <laughs> you guys are going to love it. This is actually at a time where I hadn't written a f- song before. Like, I hadn't written a song yet. I was just doing F- Fancy by Iggy Azalea acoustic and shit. And uh, I don't know. It was just really cool to see, like, an established musician. Um, it was just validating, I guess. But hey. Uh, well, yeah, I've always been blown it. away by your talent, and so. Thanks. Same. I'm same a fan. Goes to you. I'm a fan. I uh, I have two uh, great ideas, if I might say so myself. I've had a little bit of scotch, so self-proclaimed great ideas. 
pitch us. One, um, if you guys, obviously, you're listening to this podcast, you follow Spencer on TikTok. He's elite in a word. Um, but <laughs> I think it'd be funny since you're doing some classic songs, if you did like Careless Whisper, but started it right at the sax solo. So it was like, like you end it, like you say that last line and then it's the sax solo and you keep like, that's really funny. And like, like, I'm like about to people think you're about to start, and it's just like a 15 second video of you, like, ab- like a little bit disappointed every three seconds. It just keeps happening. Yeah. Okay. Maybe now saying it, saying it out loud, maybe not my best idea. The other great idea, because of the podcast name, is yeah. what if when um, for your big sponsors, when you have to do your big sponsor reads, the ad reads, if it's like the waitress or waiter coming over, and you're like, actually, I'm sorry, we're not ready, but have you guys heard about? Um, this new uh, for hymns. Uh, oh shit, that's a great I think idea. It's a, I think it's a great idea. Sick. All right, one for two. I'll take those. Okay, that's yeah. Hall of Fame one, for two. one for two. I liked the first idea. Hey, for the record. You know what? So. You. <laughs> <laughs> you. How many? How many scotches deep are you? No, this is this is one. Six. When he said he said one, and then he put up six fingers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Seven. Seven. One this one this hour. One. This, if you. One, one at a time is what I have you had a, have, you, <laughs> have you ever had a seven scotch night? Oh my god. Is that a low? Yeah. Yes. No, you would die. You have? 100%. Seven scotches? Your poor you guys, you guys do some around. short lunches, okay? I have done. <laughs> and and also teen drinking is very bad. Um, but I have. Yeah. That was a, that was I mean a scotch is just a, Oh, there you go. Cut it out. That was an alley oop, and that was <laughs> slam a jammed. Um, I just feel like scotch is not the thing to to teenage binge drink, but you're more of a man than us, I suppose. So it'll put air in your yeah. chest. Let's just say that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it keeps the L.A. waxers employed. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, I get wake up with a with a chest bush. No, you know, <coughs> I, feel like I, I feel like I can taste it. Uh, I feel like I I need a cleanse after that, but I um. I feel like scotch is a um, you're not going anywhere drink. Like you could have it around the fire. It's not a big oh, night yeah. drink. Um, mm. Like I don't go out if we're going out and hanging out when that happens again, please. Um, <laughs> I'm not I'm not having scotches in those moments. That's those are more like tequila hangout or tequila, just not drink baby. and have fun. Whatever. Like you don't need a drink to have fun. I, yeah, you do, dude. You have to. It's, it's the only way to have fun. Yeah, you think you're gonna have fun <laughs> sober, like a sociopath? <laughs> Ugh. Uh, everyone listening, we support you on your journey. <laughs> hey, Cal, what is it called when? I remember I went out with you one time. You and Rez. We uh, it was actually Rez's birthday, and we went to this like bar restaurant type thing, and it's 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 where you. Um take a hit oh. and then hold it in and do a shot and then blow the hit out. What is that called? A bl- a uh, it's called a strikeout, but you missed, you have to chug a beer too. <laughs> oh my Lord. I watched you do a strikeout <laughs> in a, in a restaurant. You did it in a restaurant. Yeah. But you had a vape or like a fucking whatever it's called. Yeah, well, that pen. explains Wait, why I, what's the order beer first. You or take, beer no, last? no, you take it, you take a hit. Who is the, what's the demo on this uh, podcast? 42 to 90. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, this it's is a actually perfect activity for the 88-year-olds out there. So <laughs> you um, you take a hit, and then you take a shot. No. 
chug a beer, take a shot. I think it's chug a beer, then take a shot, then exhale. So you hit, do the hit first. Yeah, and then yeah, you hold because it you the have to show time. the smoke at the end, exhaling. I got you. Maybe okay. I'll do it at the Dude. end of the podcast because if I did it in the middle. <laughs> well, I'll do it with you. I, I would actually would love you? for you to do that. What if we all you? did it together? Spencer's not going to do I've it. I've never but... chugged a beer in my life. <laughs> Sorry, my phone, my phone froze. I'm tired of you thinking you're better than me. Okay, <laughs> what do you mean? I, I, my, um, I'm not sure my gag reflex would allow. Hmm. In some mm. situations. <laughs> mm. Say what you're thinking. No, I, I think. It, it, no, fucking talk some shit, dude. Enough said. I've never shotgunned a beer. I was gonna say. I'm not gonna say it. Uh, so no, say it. Say it. <laughs> I was gonna say, say it. Don't it sounds it. like you haven't tried acting in this in this town, but uh, you have. And so <laughs> Wait, I don't understand what that means. Actually, well, you know what? Play it. Play the tape back. It might make sense. <laughs> you haven't tried acting. I think I my interpretation of that was is that you haven't really tried acting until you're so sad that you're just shotgunning beers on your. Oh no! It was about the gag reflex and 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 blowing oh, people for roles. <laughs> okay, there it is. And shout out to the listeners because I know all of them got that. So yeah, yeah it's on yeah. you guys. Shit, and not man. a good joke. I'm, I just well yeah, but it's it. They probably understand it, but and I just honestly, did a go fuck uh, your strikeout. Weinstein, sorry. Go on. Now we're talking. Sorry, I just, I just did a strikeout. That's why I didn't get it. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Could happen to anyone. But yeah. would you be down? What if like when you say you've never chugged like like you can't like you said you played baseball, which by the way you're talking about baseball sounded like an alien pretending they played baseball like you know i was sliding into a base <laughs> but anyways did you actually play people are wondering i fucking played for like 15 years dog ask me any sort of stat question vladimir guerrero fucking carlos beltran kenny lofton let's get deep sean green dog did the world end in 1999 Keel. okay <laughs> so, so uh well no, then no, my no. point was i wanted to i wanted to reach back in the past so you believe mm. me troy gloss Ooh. I mean, these are like two thousand six, dog. Babe Ruth. Um, <laughs> do you know? Hey, R.I.P. Hank Aaron. Fun fact: Vlad Guerrero used to pee on his hands before the game to soften that. I actually have heard that. No, you're so. I have you guys are that. so mistaken. You guys are he said so. It. It's not Vladimir Guerrero. It's several. It's Moises Alou. Moises Alou as well. Nice. And Jorge Posada. There's several people. Yeah, Jorge no one, did. No one monetized peeing on their hands. Huh. Yeah, idiots. Speaking to of them, that, do you have a towel? <laughs> it does not help with podcasts. Cal peed on his hands before the podcast. Don't know why. He said it would help him think, soften your hands. He likes the friction. Yeah. Mm. Or the lack of friction. Well, apparently it stops the, the shock in the wooden bat. Is that Did it even work? Because it makes your hands like sterile. I've never tried it. My point was, in your playing sports days, did you... Uh, didn't weren't you like Fuck really off. thirsty going to the sideline and it was like uh, okay now time to get back out there like you have chugged things yeah yeah I've definitely chugged like Gatorade and water but also you know those things I'm not chugging a Bud Light a carbonated Bud Light so I think there's a difference like whenever I try to like drink like a lot of a sparkling water my throat closes up oh god <laughs> I'm like I want to I want to play can we play the um, Sarah McLaughlin like adopt a dog music over that clip <laughs> I'm just <laughs> 100%. Whenever I chug uh, carbonated water, my throat <clears throat> Just somebody please help. It's very sandpapery. <laughs> Ooh. Yo, we, we actually did the same exact thing on the 
Eric Griffin podcast member. We did sing Arms of an Angel. Yeah. Oh, because he was making fun of us for being poor. For being musicians. <laughs> he, he's, he's making fun of Matheson because Matheson is a, obviously a touring musician and can't do it. And he just was roasting Matheson. <laughs> yeah. That's a really um, tough thing to roast was, someone it, for. It was all in good fun. But I cried yeah. for a pretty solid amount of time afterwards. It was rough, but, dude. He wouldn't leave my house and I had to put a blanket over him. And Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> like a swaddle. What uh, what position did you play in baseball? Uh, I don't. I didn't play baseball. I played the <laughs> no. third baseman. Yeah. Uh, I, played I played the dirt area. I played a little bit of center field, a little bit of pitcher, a little bit of mm. second base. Very I nice. played the position where you would throw the baseball into the mitt of the f- first baseman's mitt. <laughs> so I swung the bat. Twice. <laughs> Two times. I played baseball as well. No, Spencer and I actually go deep and see if we can stump each other on... Deep cut. Like deep cut. Early 2000s baseball players. Yeah. What do you got? Really going to be interesting for the listeners. All right. Who... I have a great one. All right. Wait. Should we do like... Should we try to describe the player or tell say who the player is and then you have to say who we played for? What do you think, Cal? Whatever. Whatever you got. Go All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say... I'm going to say the name... Rick and Keel. Yeah. And you're going to tell me about him. Rick and Keel was one of the most highly touted pitching prospects in base- baseball. Fuck. And he was yes. he was in a playoff game after having an unbelievable season and he got what is known as the yips. For those at home who don't know what the yips are, the yips are something that mindlessly trip you up. Like if you play golf and you go to hit a putt and your wrist shake or you go to sing something on stage and you're like, "Huh?" or people have it with public speaking. Rick and Keel who throws a 99-mile-per-hour fastball, got the yips and threw it directly into the backstop three times, lost the game, and was ready to call it a career. And then he went and restarted back to the minors as an outfielder, went back to the minors, and became an all-star hitter and great player in the outfield. That's how you reinvent yourself. You get knocked down, you get back up again. Chumbawamba. All right, my turn. Ready? And a Chumbawamba reference. Dude, okay, I thought I was going to stump you, and you gave no, me was... Rick and Kale's entire history. Did you guys know that, by the way? Um, I, I did know that, yes. So yeah, I've but not to that degree. I've been always been fascinated with the psychology of the yips, because it's crazy that something you do that is like almost second nature, how your brain can get in the way. And it's crazy. And, yeah. and, it's, and Spencer, we've had long talks about this with music. Brain getting in the way, all of you, everyone out there, your brain's getting in the way. If we could just find a way to put it on autopilot and think less and let the instincts take over, that's that's the key to life. Knowing that you know how to do it and not getting in the way. But anyways. if I could have a partial lobotomy and just have that part of my brain taken out, I would do it. But it's tough yeah, it's because getting... you need it in a lot of situations. But when it comes to performance, they say in performance the subconscious brain is the only brain you oh. need. So so maybe that's that's that part of the brain that causes the yips also causes like I don't want to drive or I, I I probably shouldn't drive 100 miles per hour on this road because I might be like maybe it 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 also runs the skepticism part the good skepticism all I know is there's Does someone who's sense? majoring in psychology listening to this be like these guys are fucking idiots but no <laughs> I think they're different I think the yips also yeah, runs yeah. the skepticism. So there I was. I cut out half I'm my stop brain. Talking. Um, no, I I think I, I don't know where it's driven from, but we have too long to think in certain moments. And it's why 
when you, if I throw you a basketball and say three, two, you're not like tuck the elbow, get the wrist. Like you just, you're going to throw the ball up because you have three seconds. Yeah. And you're going to throw it up. But if I say, all right, 20 seconds till you're on stage. And then, you know, that first song starts with a four bar intro and then you're, and some people are just like, my name's Jeff. Like they, they panic and <laughs> forget who they are. And it's a real four bars thing means, because, yeah. yeah. What even does that mean? So I think <laughs> it's, if we could, if we could unlearn, I don't know, it's so tough, but it's crazy. Someone at the highest level, one of the best pitchers in baseball at that time, forgot how to pitch and tried to like do it again and couldn't pitch. So he had to become yeah. an outfielder. Crazy. That's knocking futs. I, I feel like I probably would take the overthinking part out of my brain if I could. I would just get rid of it. Cal, I really do. I before I forget this player, I, I you'll probably know them, but I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna test you. Here's question number two. Ready? Mm-hmm. Cliff Floyd. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. Let's teams. hear it. In fact, uh, two in the A in the jeez oh, in the AL East, but um, Red Sox. I'm gonna go with Red Sox because I'm a Red Sox fan. Okay. What's the other oh, team? Blue Jays. He was on the Blue Jays and. Mm-hmm. He move was a little on south. The Cleveland Indians for a little bit. Yeah, move a little south too. He was on the uh, the Rays, right? No, the Marlins. Marlins, fuck. Yeah. Cliff Floyd. That was pretty check. good, dude. We should fact. I'm check. not gonna lie to you. Well, because <laughs> no, he did play around a lot. I know for a fact yeah. he played for the Red Sox. Oh, Cal's yeah. looking it up. You I like it. All right, let me go. I know you're gonna choose. Really? Yeah. No, you don't. Say it. I'm gonna go with. Jim Edmonds. Didn't know that. That's too easy. You think yeah, it's too he's easy? He's on yeah, Boston, Mets, Rays, oh. Marlins. Oh, Rays. Oh, he's Expos. on Marlins too? Not Blue Jays. Expos. Oh, forgot there's another Canadian team. Uh, what'd you say? Who? I said Jim Edmonds, but apparently that's too easy of, a, of an example. What a great, great player. God, a great player. Fun to watch. Underrated. It, you know... Well, tell us about him. I would like to say this: um, unbelievable center fielder for the uh, yes, yeah. But uh, but I would like to say this: this is Major League Baseball is a case study and a lesson for all the kids listening at home. You have to adapt in whatever you do, and Major League Baseball hasn't done it, and it's why we're talking Ooh. about early two thousands and late nineties baseball players because they have no face of the league and they have they don't, you know. All these other leagues where, yes, they have copyright and own the footage, but the NFL says, tweet the play. The NBA says, tweet that big dunk from tonight. You will get a cease and desist and have your tweet taken down if you tweet a highlight from a baseball game. And it's the reason that they have Is that real? Yeah. Yeah. It's one of the biggest issues with Major League Baseball. Maybe they've solved it in the past, I don't know how long, but so many people have lost interest. It's a slower game. And uh, it's a... I'd be it's shocked if anyone listening is like, yeah, I'm a, like a hundred game a year watcher baseball fan. Dude, right. and and like I was, and it's it's crazy when we're talking yeah. about early 2000s players because the NBA and the NFL, they have, you're right, the stars. Like you know these certain people. You're also a fan of the team, but you're you're a fan of of these certain people on the team, and and then they're. There's so many faces and celebrities in those sports and baseball. There was that you know when. When they there did was a Sammy poll Sosa last and year. Barry Bonds they and King Griffey last Jr. Year where they said who's the face of baseball and it came back like 80% Derek Jeter who has been retired for like <laughs> 6 years. They don't have Well that, that's the thing, dude. Yeah. Like that in 2003 the Yankees had 9 face players. 
Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like in two in in two thousand four, the Red Sox had nine face players. They were all celebrities. Even Kevin Euclid. You know what I mean? Like everybody was famous. Kevin Euclid. Ohio native. The bat thing. Yeah. Right. Um. But. You know, I actually worked in IT for the Boston Red Sox at one point in my life. What Did a you weird, really? Weird job. Yeah, I've had an interesting run. And uh, one of the things I thought was really You hanging the cleats up this week? What? <laughs> you hanging the cleats up next week? Yeah, yeah I'm hanging the cleats up. Um, my biggest takeaway from working in IT, by the way, is unplug it and plug it back in. It works every time. Um, but Heard it here. Full circle. Yeah, yeah full circle. Um, <laughs> which is the name? Never mind. Uh, so... <laughs> In my podcast, Full Circle <laughs> with yeah. Cal. Uh, yeah, it was a choose-your-own-venture circle jerk team. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, everybody uh, wins. Everybody wins. But I thought what was really interesting was they had these things called brown bag lunches where you'd sit down with like a major executive at the company. And one of them was with the assistant GM at the time. And he said, we view our competition, our games at 7.05 p.m., we view our competition as movies, walks in the park, anything that could take you away from the screen. And if you think about what's happened since all the names you know in baseball, how if you were really interested in watching people dance, what were your what was your outlet? Like the TikTok that we have now, the like everything that we have at our fingertips is like people get a more personalized experience in terms of entertainment. When we were kids, whatever your parents put on was like that's what I'm watching tonight, or whatever your older yeah. sibling or whatever. And there's so many other avenues we can go now where you just like kids aren't. Everyone I know who has a kid or, you know, for the obviously the 50 plus listeners and all the way up to 90, <laughs> shout out all you um, who have older kids. A lot of them say, I my kid doesn't watch TV. It doesn't come in the room with the TV. If they are on the couch, it's to like be near us. But they have like an AirBud, AirPod in AirBud. Great film. Uh, they have an AirPod <laughs> in and they're, you know, watching something on their phone. And I don't blame them because I'm more entertained looking at my phone than I am anything else. Yeah, I agree. It's like, would you rather watch Brett Baer on Fox News or Kobe Bryant's top 30 dunks of all time? Oh I'm going to fucking God. watch Brett Baer. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't know if that's a real name. I think that's a real name. I was going to say, there's no way that's a name. Can, can we fact check to see if Is Brett Baer... See if it's... Uh, uh, How do you spell bear? I don't know. I just know... I've heard that before. Maybe on Twitter Red or something. B-A-I-R. I feel like it's like a Fox B-A-I-R. News... like Fox News. Oh, oh, you were right. Oh, dude. Nice. I'm not... Surpri- I'm not like uh, you, were, you did choose that over the Kobe day. I'm not fucking proud that I know that name, but I think... It, <laughs> here's what I think I heard it from. Something maybe racist said. <laughs> I, that would not surprise me. Is that me an Instagram whatsoever. account you follow? That you started? <laughs> <laughs> that you started? <laughs> I, I won't even joke about that at the at the expense of being canceled. No, a dude, I didn't joke about that, dude. Stop trying to make me something I'm not, dude. I'm gonna do well with Spencer. Spencer. <laughs> break, break like, I just I just broke. <laughs> he, he, you looked worried. Uh, I, looked I tried. Worried. I'm not. I just can't like the. I would be the Jimmy Fallon on the SNL skit. You know, who's mm. like, oh, we've rehearsed this six times, no one time. laugh, and like someone starts the scene, and they're like in action, and I start cracking up. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I understand. I'm too emotional. Yeah. So mm. I'm always wearing it. Yeah. What are you doing? Are you always, like, what? What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Did you shit. say, what are you doing to the mic? Yeah, there's a lot of, 
if, if, if you guys aren't watching the video feed of this podcast, shame on you because it's electric. But if you do get on there, you'll see uh, Spencer ever so gently finger banging the microphone. <laughs> just two hand in the mic. <laughs> I'm just tipping it towards my mouth, dog. You know what that is. However you want to phrase it, that's on you. <laughs> you know how it is, tipping it towards my mouth. Um, hey, I won't be shamed into making sweet love to my microphone. And you, I know. And you shouldn't be. That that made me viral, dude. Can you to walk me through? Because we were having a conversation and I was like, I don't get why you're not the biggest person on TikTok. You're better at singing than everyone. And you were like, oh, well, you know, it's I don't get the algorithm. It doesn't make sense to me. All of a sudden, I take like a week hiatus. I open it up. And it's only Spencer. And he's the well, most Was I on your For You page? You are my For You page. <laughs> it's just 12 videos of me. It's just and you. And also... I hadn't even seen the biggest one. Like, you were singing a song tonight. And I was like, well, let's not recap that. That was a tough moment for you. But, you know. <laughs> yeah. It was, a, it, was a, it was an unfortunate moment. Uh, dude, I, I, don't, I don't know. It, d- well, no, walk I me feel through like... it. So you're, you're doing these videos. You're, you're having some success, but not to the mm-hmm. level that you are now. And then when you're just like, I need, they need to hear me. They're not, they must not be hearing me if I'm not going viral. I feel a couple of ways. So I'm making these videos. I never stop, by the way. I just keep doing it. And I'm getting a couple thousand views, which is fine. I don't like yeah. literally do this for views. But then I'm scrolling my page and I see somebody saying, Wish you would step back from my bed, my friend. Not very well. And then I'm, and then it has, you know, 380,000 views. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I just sang, you know, this Hosier song the best. You said what? That now? I could. I sang this Hosier song. <laughs> <laughs> that Hosier. Face, what? How do you think it is? You, How do you say it? It's not like Hosier or something? I think you can think. I think I think it's acceptable to say Hozier, but he's from. No, it's not Hozier. Hey, hey, what's that Hozier song? Well, he's from Ireland, so I think like the. Uh, it's more like uh, what's that Hozier song? What's that fucking Hozier song? What's that fucking Hozier? Wait, what's that fucking Hozier song? What's the one about the fucking church? Fucking yeah. sing it to me. They're Fuck. Not, bartender, play the Hozier. <laughs> yeah, no that's see, that's more what it is. <laughs> No Get way. me a fucking Jameson. Wait, quick aside. When I was in Sweden, I found out that Tovlo's name is actually pronounced Tuvalu. But after they were already saying it over here, when she came to do her radio tour, they were like now announcing Tovlo. And she was like, okay. She's like, She's like, I don't know if that's true. That's what I'm going for. Tuvalu. Anyways, back to who's yeah. You shop at Target. 100% this guy shops at Target. Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. Um, <laughs> so I'm... Cu- I'm I just feel like I like slay these songs acoustic or on the keys mm-hmm. and I think it sounds really good. And then I put it up and then it gets, like I said, a couple thousand views and I'm like, what the fuck? And this is me for like six, seven months. I don't put too much mind into it. Like it's not why I do music. I put out music for people to listen to it, but it's always kind of there. And then I stopped trying to cover like the hottest songs, right? Like I stopped trying to cover these these hits savage and like whenever they come out, like try to do like weird versions. I was like, Fuck yeah. It. Right. I'm going to cover this song. has been stuck in my head by the four non blondes called what's uh, what's up. And so I wake in the morning and I step outside. I just, it was just stuck in my head. I, 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 I covered it with just an acoustic guitar and I did it with this mic. <laughs> I sang but it into a mic. My question this time. is when did the idea for the, what was the genesis of the mic? Did you have it? So I, 
I bought the mic as a Christmas present for myself because I've always wanted this mic. And I have like a Lewitt mic. Buy yourself Christmas gifts, everyone. That's what I'm saying, but it's 2020, so, you know. Um, So I I get this mic. Were we doing it? It, What? Oh, Christmas 2020. Gotcha. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. So I have a nicer recording mic. Yeah. (laughs) But for the cast... I wanted this and just for like recording guitar and stuff. I just, it just sounds kind of better sometimes. So I bought it. I have it. I'll, I'll do a TikTok. I do a TikTok. I wake up 500,000 views. So I'm like, oh my God. I, this is something. It keeps growing over the next week. Now it's at 1.2, 1.3 million views. And I'm like, I, out of the blue dude and then and then so i start doing a video a day so for a week i've been doing a video a day thirty thousand views two hundred and seventy thousand views 250 it's just it's just like nuts and i think it's i don't i don't know quite what it is but i think i found my my niche where i i I sing into this mic maybe it sounds a little better because i put some reverb on it It i put some echo on it no it it does and it also yeah and i think yeah maybe people want to see me sing into a microphone like maybe it feels more professional i don't know i'm just doing it and people like it and well you also have to think what you're like someone's scrolling what you're competing against and if people are coming right. like people are lip syncing these videos that people don't realize they're lip syncing that are like perfectly you know have reverb <clears throat> and delay on them and then you're doing like an honest vocal and people are like well, right sound is good and it's like well because it's not until I'm, I'm in my bathroom and you're hearing it on my headphones. I also didn't know you could put like TikTok reverb on your voice until like three months ago. So I was just doing a dry vocal. Now? Yeah, they have like a, a voice effect in TikTok where it's like they have like a reverb wow. effect. Did Dude, you just find that out too? Yeah. Yeah. One second ago with the listeners <laughs> that we all discovered it together. Um, <laughs> how crazy is it that TikTok controls the music industry? It's really nuts, but my point is, is I'm stroking a dry fucking vocal, and when I should be stroking a wet one, mm. I'm stroking a dry So I grab this mic, I sing into it, and it sounds great, but to, to your point, yeah, it's nuts, dude. I mean, if you the second biggest playlist on Spotify now is viral hits. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's knocking futz. Wow. Which is actually a, an excellent uh, segue into a question that I wanted to ask you. Mm. Thank you for rubbing me. Mm. Uh, is um, uh, we were just talking about this earlier, and like I feel like time flies was almost one of like on the first tier of like internet fame, you know, with like yeah. Time Flies Tuesday and stuff. And I mean, that's how I found out about you guys was just through YouTube and and all that kind of stuff. And uh, I don't know if you just wanted to talk about that or and then like does it you know does that translate over to like TikTok stuff now or or what are your thoughts, I guess? I guess like the, yeah, like the genesis of starting Time Flies Tuesday. Why, how, and then when did you realize that it was successful? This is probably the only interview question that we will give you the entire time. No, no I love it. Other than who is Craig Council. <laughs> wow, that's a good one. Second baseman, Arizona Diamondbacks. Weird yeah. batting stance. Yeah, very weird batting stance, but won a World Series. Um, yep. So... Time Flies Tuesday was like our management just kind of like, so we started this in college. We were, you know, kind of doing school, not really, but we were, we would mess around the studio. And I always had this thing where I could freestyle where I just like rhyming just happens very easily for me. I don't know why, but it was always something where I was like at a party, someone throw out a list of topics. You guys all have that friend 
on declining a phone call. You guys all have that friend where it's like, um, what is happening? Oh, now well, you've it's, really it's done shock, it. It's shocking. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. We're gone. Where are you? Yeah, I know. We're, we're, we're still here, but I just can't see you. You want to call me back or you want me to call you? I'm calling you. So, cool. I got you. So, oh, people have... <laughs> 2021, dog. People have like, um, you know, that person who freestyles at a party and they're like, I wear my hat and I sat. There was with a cat, and then everyone would be like, "Oh, <laughs> there shit. was with." And the so cat. then I was like, "Oh, this is what's impressing people now." And so I, I started like freestyling at these parties, and um, our management—it was just me and Rob in the band—and our management was like, "You guys should film this stuff of you like freestyling in the studio because people will find it, you know, uh, hilarious." And so we put a couple up, and they were like seven minutes and terrible. And then we put one up where. Um, we remixed a Disney song and I freestyled under the sea under the sea and it was that uh, one right yeah and it went you know front page of Reddit and was like all of a sudden we were used to just like you were saying where it was like we were just having fun not looking at the views the views change you because like you're not looking at the views and it's like a couple hundred oh this one got 800 and then that one gets like you know we wake up the next day and it's at like and this was back in the day when the YouTube algorithm would freeze and it'd be like, oh my God, it's at 3,000. And then like an hour later, it would say like 60,000. It was like, I remember it always that. used to get stuck on 3,000. It was the weirdest thing. But um, then we were like, how do we follow this up? Uh, so we started just putting out a video every Tuesday and we kept it going for 68 weeks in a row. And that was through wow. making an EP, signing a record deal, like doing all this stuff. And it, we were like, we can't do our original music well if we're doing this because we wanted to give the illusion that it was like we make a song a week um, and it takes us the amount of time that you see on this screen. But just like, you know, from posting a TikTok, it's not just like stuff takes time, you know. And so we retired it and occasionally came back to it. And it was always it was a great way to just connect with fans. And I think it was really eye opening for the industry. And it's weird, Matthias, that you said that because it's like the we get this like people, people like hit us up all the time. You called him Matthias, and I gotta call it out. It's Matheson. It's okay. It's Matheson. Yeah, it's actually not far off. But we had, you know, Huey Mac. We had Huey Mac on. He was calling. Do you know I did this last time? This is why it's stuck in my brain. I I do it every time. Last time, the first time, I I said something on the interview. I said Matthias, and and you said Huey Mac did this the last time. (laughs) And then and now every time I'm about to say it, I'm like Matheson Matthias, and it's a roll of the dice. God damn it! (laughs) it I think you should keep rolling the dice. You're good, man. It's way Matheson. I love way tamer. I love you too, brother. Um, and uh, it it turned like it was. I've had a ton of people who come up to me like, "Yo, you're the reason I did this stuff." Lil Dicky was like, you're the reason I stopped working Whoa. on my job to start making video because I was putting up Nuts. these things and it was like attainable, like, you know, this kid rapping and he's connecting and he looks like he's having so much fun doing it. And, and I think people saw this is how this is how people are going to develop fan bases because we didn't have a song that was connecting, but we had, we were selling out 2000 person shows because people were seeing us in the videos and, and they were like, I know this guy, I'm hanging out with him. I see him every Tuesday. Um, and so that was kind of the start and um yeah looking back it was always something that people marveled at like how do you do this every week and you fast forward to right now and it's like you post once a week right like do you do shit yeah are you trying (laughs) (laughs) and so it's it it's crazy 
how much things have evolved, but the one constant is that takeaway that yes, music, yes, one song can blow you up and do everything, but connecting with fans on a consistent level and connecting with them in a way that shows personality and not just like, I'm the guy who sings that song is always going to be more than I'm the guy who sings that song. And the first person you can ask that to is Jason Derulo because, you know, this was a guy who, you know, love him. He's a great guy, by the way, but he wasn't having huge shows here. Um, and, but he had all the hit songs, but now you put the guy on TikTok and he gets to show his personality. And it's like what he's done on TikTok will do more for his career, you know, in terms of I think it having has. people come to shows and do all that. Yeah. I just think it's introduced for Jason Derulo real quick. I think it's introduced like the uh, the twelve to sixteen group who Jason Derulo is because we obviously know Jason Derulo as two thousand eleven Jason Derulo, and we know all the riding solo and what you say and all those songs. And he's had obviously success still. Yeah. But like, I think, I, dude, it's it's nuts. He's like forty million deep on TikTok. It's crazy. Did you guys ever see uh, Cats? A cat in the, the movie. A cat. <laughs> yeah, I saw, actually saw Jason Derulo in Cats. I've seen that scene, those scenes. Wow, what was this? Like a Rubik's Cube? Have you seen the film Cats? <laughs> <laughs> I've seen Jason Derulo in, I, yes, but I know that your point is Jason Derulo, and I, I only watched cats, it. It's not good. I've only watched it to see that part. I, I fast-forwarded it on a plane to see where Jason Derulo comes in. I watched it, and he does like, yeah, and he's like an R and B cat, and it's great. But is he like a like a major lead? Um, Isn't Taylor Swift in it? Yeah. I don't know, dude. I didn't watch that part. <laughs> I watched Rebel Wilson in it. That's about it. I didn't watch any of it. It's not good. It's not good, guys. Don't watch it. Don't waste your time. Cats sucks. Cats are cool. Cats the, the movie show, sucks. Anti cats podcast. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm written somewhere. Well, yeah, it, 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 I was gonna say it's nuts that you're talking about. That like once a week like YouTube thing, I'm not sure if there was someone before you, but then after you, it's like it's like people kind of caught on to that that business model, that algorithm, whatever you want to call it, and then you know, obviously like Somo and, and other artists like that started doing it, and then you fast forward a few years, a couple years later, and you know William Singe and Alex Iano and and all the YouTubers, Tyler Ward, they they do the same thing because it's like oh people are want this fucking content it's like every six seven that days it took that long like that people have Nuts. credited us with doing that and it's like i'll go do something at barstool and el prez is like yeah i remember we stole that concept of doing like these weekly things it's like how did there's there's no reason that like tv shows have been doing this since the 70s there's no right. reason that like it should be credited to you know it this is something that like if you put out a tv show and it was like it's going to be, uh, we'll let you know like two weeks before. We'll do a lot of press before it. And then it's like the week of, like the way we release songs. And it's like, new TV show coming out tonight. And then like in three weeks, they'll do it again. It's a, the TV show yeah. model works because everyone's like, it's Tuesday night. It's my show. I yeah. love this. And the I routine. think it, but I, I can't believe how quickly it has progressed to one week is just not enough. You need every day. You need multiple times a day. If you're trying to blow up on TikTok, you need to be out there. So the content churn is a real thing. There's more content than ever, but yep. if you want to connect with your fans, you got to connect with your fans. And I'm honestly having way more of a struggle than I ever did because I got to a place, and this was an issue with tick, uh, with uh, Instagram for me starting off, was like I could do it on YouTube, but it just felt so narcissistic to like post a picture and say some like shitty caption or be witty because there's like a cat in the background. And I'm like, 
puss in boots am i right <laughs> and it's like <laughs> i can't i just have the hardest i don't think i posted on instagram in like a month and a half or something i don't even know it, it's like a postophobia i have postophobia just you I, soft flexing Cal. saying the my grind never Cal, stops and i have postophobia <laughs> what'd you yeah. say I'm glad you're admitting it. I was just saying, you it, it's like it's like hard sometimes to post a picture, uh, soft flexing, and the and the caption is, "The grind never stops." <laughs> I'll or sleep like, when I'm dead. I'll sleep when I'm dead. <laughs> or like, or like, why y'all sleeping? I'm at the gym. I don't know. Fucking, I don't do shit like that. So I, I don't know. I, I guess get what so the, in my head on that stuff. It's bad. Or well, like, let me let me ask you. Let me ask both of you guys. You this doing question. a tootsie slide? <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Sorry. Grind never stops during the time. <laughs> um, I always wonder this. Like, do you think do you guys think that they're right. like, like, You're gonna well, I know for a lot of people, <laughs> I know for a lot of people, like there is no more mystery at all with like being an artist or like the art. I always think about just like we always talk about like Elvis and fucking like Sinatra and stuff Wait, like that. Like we brought this up on the last. I I always think about Elvis with a Twitter. Oh, perfect. Yeah, that's exactly God, what I'm talking about. Fucking epic. Like like, do you think that do you think that that helped those kind of artists? Like the fact that nobody knew and they had to turn into fucking like Ed Sullivan. To at answer your 8 question, I will just say the weekend. I think people are dying for artists oh. who have anonymity, and I think his yeah. marketing strategy of who the fuck is the weekend was so powerful. When everyone zigs, zag, and that's the rule of marketing, right? Yeah. And if everyone yeah. is doing TikToks and doing all this stuff, then if you're a new artist trying to break through, do something different. I don't know what it is, but I think... Kill that, your neighbor, you know? Yeah. Murder someone. Yeah. <laughs> Make an album first. It's really hard to get good. No, because the baby, did, the baby did that. Yeah. Oh, he did. That's true. <laughs> that's so true. I actually have a mix Ooh. engineer who mixed a... Uh, sorry, who recorded a... Um, Burr. What's his name? Bill Burr? No. <laughs> Burr! <laughs> Gucci, Gucci man, but that's unbelievable. Gucci man. I'm, I'm here for that. Uh, recorded a vocal of his while he was in prison on an iPhone. Gave him one one iPhone Bruh. that had the beat playing and the other one he recorded the vocal. That's vocal production. How did he get a fucking iPhone? Because he's Gucci man. How did he get two iPhones? Because he got <laughs> two Kevin Go- phones. Oh, yeah. He got in touch with Kevin Gates, dude. <laughs> Guys like, Kevin Gates came through. What if I lend you both? Um, no. Okay, sir. Um, NBA young boy has seven kids. Did you know that? What? Seven kids. NBA young boy, the rapper. Yeah, I'm. I'm familiar. Still has seven sued for having the name NBA. I know. I don't know how it's happening. I don't Maybe it's because his music isn't good enough. <laughs> okay. Little shady on this balcony. Anyways, NFL Carl, <laughs> NFL Carl, NFL Carl is coming for your NFL fucking Carl. head, dude. Let's go. What about MLB Lenny? Ed, he's the shit. MLB Lenny, you ready? God, we're gonna get fucking copyrighted for right. this. That's gonna be one big old cease and desist. Ooh, um, God bless is you. Is it? Anyways, you. I don't know what you're saying. Is it too? So. <laughs> It's getting shady on this balcony. So you, so you think that you think that the weekend strategy is 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 a positive? I yeah, it's like the classic I days. I just think a zag when everyone zigs is always going to be dope. I yeah. think doing like, something, Lady Gaga, everyone's showing up like, hey, yeah, look at me walking the red carpet. Oh no, who am I going to wear? I'm going to show up in a fucking meat suit. <laughs> who are they, they going to talk about? 
I'm gonna show up in a fucking dehydrated Dude. zebra carcass. I mean, you're 100 percent right. I'm in an egg. I'm be, I'm being marched <laughs> down the runway in an egg. That Dude, happened. you're jo- you're actually 100 percent right. Because if we do go back to Elvis, how? Why? He's fucking different, dude. He was just different than every other this person. Man would have taken Instagrams of his shits every single day. Wait, what? Elvis Presley have. would have taken pictures of his shit every day. Like he of died his shit on the toilet. Yeah, dude, you're so, you're so. First of all, you are so fucking wrong. Don't put some respect on EP's name. Second okay. of all. Don't you dare come in here fucking talking that shit. Did, Number did two. He, did he not die on the toilet? No, he didn't. He died in the shag rug in front of his toilet, dude. Oh, I forgot you were <laughs> the historian, the Elvis Presley historian. I have an Elvis tattoo. Put some respect on his name. I know I, a lot of I'll people give you have, uh, Chinese characters on their body. They don't know what it means. So uh, good on you for learning about the man. Before. And that's awesome. That's awesome. Those people. I don't, I'm not them and I don't give a fuck about them. <laughs> <laughs> The best part was that Spencer said number one, then he said number two, and then he said number two again. <laughs> so that's number three. That was rude. that was harsh at Elvis. That was a ricochet shot you threw, throwing two number twos. <laughs> yeah, it was the real disrespectful one. Yeah, I feel like I feel like what I said. At least I said it with my chest, and you were like very backhanded about it. I'm gonna say. <laughs> and number two, what do you want to say? Dude, don't put some, don't put disrespect on his name. If Elvis tweeted right now. What would he say? What would be an Elvis tweet right now? Thank you very much. Oh, oh my God. And, um, if Elvis somehow came back and his first tweet was, thank you very much, huh? it would break the internet. It would Also, it coming would. back to life would also probably be pretty <laughs> shocking for a lot of people. people. <laughs> <laughs> just in general press. <laughs> for, yeah, just for a bunch of people. It really be a little shocking for them. Or he never died. Was Elvis like? Was Elvis a, a player? Did he? Did he? Did he get a? Did he get his? Of course his, he did. Dude. His, did, did. Did little Elvis see the, the light of day a lot? You know. <laughs> I am. I mean, why else do you wear a onesie? Easy, easy exit, easy entrance. I mean, point. I mean, Actually, it got to a probably. point where it made him feel nothing. Do you want? I mean, we, we can we can do an Elvis podcast where I tell you <laughs> intense details. But yeah, yeah, he uh, he uh, he did what he did. Have you been to Sun, the recording studio? Dude, I, I st- have. What's what's really crazy about this whole situation is, I put myself in the top point zero 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 one percent of Elvis fans. That like is Elvis. the craziest thing I've ever heard. There are people who are in Vegas every day dressed as Elvis. Oh, it doesn't mean they know as much about him or love him as much as I do. The, their wardrobe is his wardrobe. Well, <laughs> I wouldn't go too far because if you go up in my closet right now, you'll find a jumpsuit. With tassels, Spencer has an Elvis skin costume. I, I did. I did impersonate Elvis. <laughs> did they dig up his grave? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway, he's the king. Got Put it. Some respect so bar- name. Bad example. I apologize. Yeah. So can you can you come up with a better example? Because yeah, I, I don't know if we have time for another shitty one. Uh, <laughs> another ricochet shot at Elvis. Yep. That was I, on purpose. On that one. Oof. Um, I, I said it with my chest. You did say that one with your chest. Uh, another example of someone who would have been great. I mean, anyone like if if like Led Zeppelin, they had a, they had a. I was just gonna fucking say Led Zeppelin. They, I was just they gonna bought say a seven forty seven to tour. Yeah, that's how they went on tour. We're like, yeah, should so we get the van or the bigger van <laughs> or the bus? <laughs> should we get the or van the or the fucking... bigger van? And they're like, we got a seven forty seven and we toured. Imagine their Snapchat Snapchat stories. Ooh. You would not want to see that. I was going to say, like, I Led Zeppelin's a perfect example. 
Yeah, I would want to see it too. I okay. would I would live vicariously maybe. It was it was I mean, and not a lot of people made it on, but it was when they did have a bus before the 747, it was a really big deal if you made it on the bus. And not that it's not, you know, for people today, it's not like anyone get on the bus, but you know, it's like we let our friends on or whatever and stuff like that. And like even this is a long play to get girls on the bus, Matt. Ugh, no, no, it's, no, it's a bit of a long uh, play. I'm single. Please help me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I'm no, just saying, you know if I'm you saying? do get the invite, it's an honor. that's what I'm saying. It's it's crazy. It's a really big deal. It's something to be cherished. It really was. It was wild. If yeah. you get on, a, if you get in our sprinter, it's a really big deal. It is. To be fair, oh, that's also kind of a big deal because we don't have room for anybody else. So <laughs> <laughs> Also, a pretty savage Jimmy Page thing. He would hook up with a girl before the show and then wear her shirt the night of, like, on stage for the show. And it was just like, the best. What a power play. The best live concert story I've ever heard was Keith Moon, the drummer for The Who. Um, He was, rest in peace. He died young. He did a lot of drugs. Kids don't do drugs. He did a horse tranquilizer before the show, which is for horses um and uh don't let the name fool you. you were wondering don't let the name fool you he he made it through like part of one one song and um pete townsend the singer one of the singers in the who uh got up on the mic and said does anybody know how to play the drums and a 19 year old kid got to come up and play a full concert with the who one of the best concert stories ever but i i feel like shit with without like the 24-hour news cycle or now it's like the one-hour news cycle People used to say the 24-hour news cycle like in the 90s. Now it's like the one-hour news cycle. Yeah. You, you, crazy shit like that doesn't happen. Oh, absolutely not. No, and also if it did, like you're going to hear about it because there's 17 iPhone videos. Yeah. At least. 17,000, sorry. Yeah. Oh, man. You see every single angle, you know? It's crazy. Every, another, uh, another Keith Moon story, exact same start to the story, but they're like Rody or someone like that had to crawl behind the drums and give him shots of adrenaline to keep him awake because during the show, during the show. <laughs> I once played yes. a show with the yin yang twins oh, and shit, the yeah. shorter guy in the yin yang twins. He it was actually one of my earliest shows and he had a, he had a blunt and he was like, I got cocaine, weed, Percocet, Adderall. And he like looked at me and he's like, you got anything else put in here? Like he's asking other people. And I was like, I, uh, able to I got eat. vitamins. <laughs> and nothing to add. And uh, bites. he made it through like longer than we thought he would. He made it through like three quarters <laughs> of the song. And, oh, that's impressive. And he got know. picked up and carried off. And, and I asked their team, they're like, happens all the time. That I'll God. never understand that because I, you know, as a vocalist, you can't do a lot of the, you lose your range pretty quickly if you're getting like drunk the night before or something like that. That was always one of the tough things with touring is, you have you have to be smart. Like your voice is your instrument, and you got to treat it as yeah. such. I will tell you that the Yin Yang Twins are not that fucking out here where they can do that every show. Like they're not the so, who. So the Elvis to you is the Yin Yang Twins for me. So just careful where you step. <laughs> it is time for an ad. Hey, today's episode is brought to you by Dezo. Dezo is not just your average spike seltzer. It's actually pioneered a new category. Spiked super fruit water. That's a pretty cool name. While all these other companies focus on minimizing impact, like lowest calories, lowest carbs, whatever, Dezo provides you with health benefits like electrolytes, vitamins, antioxidants. Also, this is really dope. They use gluten-free vodka, not some weird malt liquor you never heard of. With Dezo, you know exactly what you're putting in your body. 
get respectfully wild with Dezo spiked superfruit water. Also, listen up. Stop what you're doing. Do you like free stuff? This is this is huge right here. If you want some free Dezo, head to thefutureofdrinking.com and then click sign up for early access. All you have to put is your name, your Instagram handle, and of course your referral wins lunch podcast and you yeah yeah you could win a free giveaway must be 21 plus dezo the official drink of wins lunch now back to the show uh so as as you've done before let's pretend you're president cal you Mm -hmm. know and you get to redo mount rushmore with your four favorite artists bands included (sighs) Who are you putting up there? Wouldn't wouldn't mind if you gave us a presidential address while you did it. And if you don't fucking say Ying Yang Twins, then you're a liar. <laughs> so can't go taking up two spots with one. Now um, oh, that's one spot. That's all right. Oh, yeah. Do I have to whisper the whole thing? Oh, uh, oh wait, that's the East Side Boys. Oh shame. Um, oh, that's who? You working on that gag reflex over there? Um, so. <laughs> I, I big callback. I hope I'm consistent with my take from last uh, episode, which will never be aired. Um, but because tastes do change, I'm yes. still always going to be influenced and always love the music of Yes and Crosby, Sills, Nash and Young. I don't know how not to be. Yes. Wow. I I didn't expect that one. Ah, uh, it's awesome, man. Um, then I um. Playboy Cardi. Pharrell Monch <laughs> was so huge for me. Um, okay. The way he melodically rapped was kind of like, obviously, like, going. there were more, like, modern people who did it when I started making music that influenced me, like, at that moment. But in terms, like, when you hear that stuff when you're younger and it kind of, like, shapes the things you're doing, Pharrell Monch was, like, man, what a, what a legend. Um, so I, I would put him on there and I would put, um, God, I, I feel like I've, there's, uh, Jacob Sartorius, <laughs> Taylor what you, Holder. What do you have against Jacob Sartorius? Griffin, uh, your boy Griffin. What's his last name? He's got some heat coming out. I I'm excited to hear. Oh man. We got some good stuff. I'm actually really excited to hear. Um, uh, Noah Beck. I, oh, oh. Dixie D'Amelio. Let the man think. <laughs> I'm so torn on this last one because I, I feel like I've usually said James Taylor. I used to fall asleep and listen to James Taylor every single night. But nice. I love the Im- – I don't necessarily utilize his style a lot, but I love the imagery he would put in his music. Like even I just remember like specific – you know, obviously everyone – no sweet baby james but like you know stock taking stock stockbridge to boston and like specific places have always always stick out to me in songs you know go to closer with um baby home and closer and you're you're talking about the college in boulder just like lines that really take you to like a specific place um yeah and i love his lyrical style and i love cat stevens who's now yusuf islam but who is that fourth spot cat stevens type I believe in you. Just gut reaction, baby. Let it fly. Yeah. Offset. <laughs> oh, I, I, I gotta say, uh, 
God, it sucks because I so hate him right now. Who? Kanye? Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. It's I okay. He might have been like the most influential person for 2000 to now pop and, and, and going forward. Like it doesn't get agree. Influential, influential than him. Even the things he was doing in the early 2000s. And it's such a fucking bummer to see. It's like a never meet your heroes. Like talk about a guy who, man, oh, wish you never had a Twitter or Instagram or just like, <laughs> and, it's crazy, man. He's he's half the smartest guy you've ever met. And also half. Yeah. Like half an absolute genius. And then half. Um, yeah. Nuts. Like when on the 9-11 when they were raising money and he said George Bush doesn't like black people and just like bro put the national spotlight on like why is no one talking about that these black communities are being forgot? like says things that just like. I'm Kanye West and I want to say it. That's what I love about him. But then he uses it on things that are the exact opposite. And that's what I hate about him. So I think if you're a fan of someone, you just kind of have to say, if you love those things, then you have to learn to be okay with the other bit. But bro, when he says that in the video and Mike Myers just goes, just big eyes, just like, Ugh. just turn it is Shrek on camera. It <laughs> <laughs> Shrek 2. Yeah. He turns into Shrek 3 on camera yeah. <laughs> before Shrek 3 was even out. Uh, Don't but, act like you guys didn't vote for Kanye, dude. I did. You didn't? Oh, Kanye. But You didn't man. want Kanye in the, in the Oval Office, dude? All right. He, first, he redesigned it for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, first first order <laughs> of business. Octagon because this is a battleground. <laughs> like, yeah, 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 yeah. Man, he's so... I need some... I need some, some Monitors in the corner. Mm -hmm. I need, yeah, I need some red lights. I'll say this for everyone listening at home. Um, go find, because like David Crosby, uh, like go find the songs you like and look up the producers and the songwriters because you are going oh, to yeah. find that you love the other music that they write and they may not be for your favorite artists, but there are so many talented people who aren't, selling out shows and selling merch with their face on them who are yep. developing other artists and making music for other artists that you start finding these through lines and even like you know through kanye finding that rhyme fest was writing a lot of that and then i went became addicted to rhyme fest for a while and like it, crazy what it's, it's just crazy like that's that's what that's what a lot of people that's what most people should do and not a lot of people do that well no and and um i actually know someone who's working on a company and they're I don't know if you have you ever worked with Louis Shorel? Um, he's an amazing producer. I've never actually worked with him. He's amazing, but um, there's a company he's affiliated with. But but basically, I don't even know if I'm supposed to out that mute that part or don't. You didn't hear that. But uh, basically, like an IMDb for artists and Sick. who produced it, who mixed it, who wrote it, and we need to see that because I would love to be able to just click. Like you can hit show credits on uh, Spotify and see so and so wrote this song or was a co-writer on this song. But if you could click that person's name and see everything that they've written, there yeah. are, it, there's just, you're going to find that through line that maybe that's what you really love about that specific song or, um, it's a cool idea. There's a lot of talent and a lot of talent out here. And so it's, it's cool to see, um, how that stuff connects. And I mentioned Crosby cause obviously I'm a huge Crosby stills Nash and sometimes young fan, but, um, he, you know, uh, the, the story goes that he like found Joni Mitchell in a coffee shop. Like the, like the, the guy developed like a lot of artists, wrote a lot of songs. Did you see that new Bee Gees documentary? Music lovers listening I right now. I still haven't seen it. Go watch the Bee Gees documentary. It's fascinating. That is a masterclass in pivoting. These guys sounded like the Beatles. They sounded like British invasion music. And then 
no one was singing falsetto and they started doing it. And he's like, what do you mean no one was singing falsetto? It's like, that's all I know from that, from that period. <laughs> yeah. What do you mean no one was singing falsetto? Like we all have like our background vocals with like, it's crazy. Yeah. yeah. That, that's really nuts. I mean, that that's, fuck, man, I need to watch that documentary ASAP. Because I do love the Bee Gees. Do you love the Bee Gees? Yeah, I, 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 it's so, you know, what's funny is whenever I was allowed to have parties here, I would not make a playlist of the top songs right now. I make a disco party playlist. I find that it hits just right. And it's obviously filled with Bee Gees, and that's just like the vibe that I want when I'm out here playing beer pong. Hey, we're jamming Earth, Wind, and Fire, baby. Yeah, that's what I want to hear. Earth, Wind, and Fire. Staying alive. Um, yo, one thing I wanted to ask you is uh, your 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 new found friendship with your friend Griffin. Mm-hmm. Um, what's Griffin's last name again? Johnson. Griffin Johnson. Yes. How did how did you become friends with Griffin Johnson? Like where where did this friendship uh, come from a buddy of mine bob menery they have a great podcast called young and hung uh which i did the theme song for. <laughs> um, the theme song's electric uh, oh you but, did the theme song yeah oh dude amazing so i had them here to cut like a couple vocals on it um which i didn't end up using but uh bob menery oh great voice great voice great guy funny guy um and so i don't know we just kind of started working on some stuff we got some funny stuff coming. Yeah, man, I'm excited to hear that stuff. I I know a little bit about it, but I'm I'm I would love to hear it. No, I'd love yeah. to hear a sneak peek. Uh, I probably have to check. I don't know what's going on with their team. Those kids are so plugged. Well, not fucking on here. Oh yeah yeah yeah. I got you on a sneak peek. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. You ready? <clears throat> but I will I will tease that at some point. So. Uh, yeah, I'm excited to hear that. I think it's a it's going to be a. F- a very natural and funny thing for TikTok. I think it's going to be a good vibe. Yeah, I'm excited, up, man. Dude, what a world! What a world, dude. This, uh, yeah, that Griffin, for example, was just a kid in college. Like that's just all he was, and then he was put in some sort of viral, viral TikTok, and now he is living at the Sway House. That's it. That's what happened. That's, that's the story. Yeah, it's the whole story. Yeah. And, and and the influence that these people have is if they use a song, it, as you know, it goes. It's wild. Yeah. Lil Huddy just put out his first record, actually. How is it? Uh, it's pretty cool. You know, for our first oh, record, it's cool. It's it's very like it's called <laughs> 21st Century Vampire. Um, it's like very like. Like MGK, Lil Peep, like very like uh, emo. Mm hmm. A lot of guitar, not not you know you know Andy Seltzer, mm-hmm. the pretty, he 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 did it, um, okay. which is cool. High high ranked on New Music Friday. I, I thought it was cool. I mean, you know, it's his first song, so it's it's hard to have your first song just be out of control unless you're Olivia Rodrigo. When in that case, you know, that's what happens. That's a great song. Yeah, it is. It is. Is it like set all the records? Maybe like uh, no. Who's to say you, but, um, yeah, I look, it's, it's the fastest growing song in the history of songs. You know what I mean? Like, I think there should be something called, um, 
like billboard pop. Ooh. No, sorry, tabloid pop, right? And right. not necessarily taking anything away from the music, but I always used to say this about Taylor Swift was that what's so amazing about her music is I know who she's singing about. And before I could read about it or hear about it, you all got that speculation piece. And then it's a great pop song, a great song. Forget the word pop, which means just popular. It's a great song and you know who it's about. And you're like, oh my God, this is how this went down. And I'm hearing about it from the song, not an article. And that's yeah. what happened in this song. And it's a foolproof way to really have something big because if it's hard to connect to a listener on one listen and be like, hey, do you like my song? Oh my God, it's going to be, I'm going to fall asleep to it every night. I'm going to wake up to it every day. If it is means something more and they know the characters and the story, it becomes something that is, it's gossip. It's a, it is tabloid. I mean, that's what happened, right? That And that's what happened. And it's so, it's so good. And the story's so good. And I'm in. You know, I have some, I, I do know, I do know, I got to be careful about the way I approach this. Mm. Um, Tread light. I am great friends with a, with a guy named Joshua Bassett. Mm-hmm. Um, How did you guys people are, uh, Okay, so the original way is he saw me open for a boy band a couple of years ago, uh, DM me and just said, "Yo, dude, this you're super tight, like love it." And then we I, we ended up hanging out a couple times, and we just stayed friends since then. Um, I also know um, Sabrina Carpenter super well, as yeah. Um, you're getting real weird. I don't like it. <laughs> you know, I just want to be careful with what I'm saying. So you're, you're walking on broken glass. Shout out to anyone. <laughs> walking on broken glass. Um, and, and then, so I see all these three songs come out, and I'm just sitting here like these. three songs. Yeah, because 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 Olivia had a song, uh, Josh had a song, and and Sabrina dropped a song. Yes, a, a day ago. I didn't know Josh or Sabrina dropped a song, and I'm gonna I'm go gonna check them out. Them. Are they good? And I'm just looking at these like there's Josh's this whole song? like rank them, rank them. First to third. It's good. It's Ooh, dude, rank them. No, I'm not gonna do that. Rank oh, them. I was excited. I ain't gonna do it, brother. Rank them. <laughs> Sabrina, Josh, Olivia. Oh, wow. wow. But I, I might get shit on that. I might get shit on because of that. Because obviously, the Olivia's is the is the highest rising one in history. What well, doesn't mean that all three of them aren't good? They're means, all three great songs. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Tied. Nice. I'm gonna put them right there. Hey, I'm gonna time all three together. Smart. Smart. Human centipede songs. Polarized. Yeah. Oh, nice. <laughs> Shot at <laughs> Italy. <laughs> yeah. Some, anyway, the, number two is the. Lead. I just walked on broken glass the entire time. Probably didn't give much example, but it's just that, yeah, it, it's like this gossip thing that you love to watch, right? Like I think everybody just yeah. loves to watch it. It's interesting. I don't. Did you say what? You didn't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> I just said it's interesting to watch. No, I agree I, with you. It wasn't. How'd you meet him? Oh, how to meet Josh? I told you. He's he saw me at a show opening for this boy band in real okay. life a couple years ago. And he yeah, he he DM'd me on Instagram and we ended up hanging out after that. Oh, um, should, should we record a, a reaction video to the songs after this? Absolutely. Yeah, yes. and throw it on our new YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. Fan, uh well uh, if we three had a YouTube if we three had a YouTube family such a you know, like the hype house, the Sway Boys, OTL, if, was that a, a house? I don't know. Team Outside 10. What would, what would we be called? What would our name be? Elvis's pelvis. No. <laughs> no. No, 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 no. I hate it. Yin-yang, yin-yang triplets. Yin-yang. <laughs> uh, 
Matthias. Craig. <laughs> <laughs> just my name incorrectly. So just your what name incorrectly. Richie Sexton's trio. Richie Sexton. Deep cut baseball player. Yeah. Deep, 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 deep. Uh, I don't like any of these names. We need to workshop this. Workshop. Yeah, this. I know. We, we, we got to figure this out big time. D'Angelo Jimenez and the crew. Dude, <laughs> this is awesome. Do you have these like baseball cards? Because I still have a lot. Of I'm them. sure. I'm sure I have binders full. You used to work to teams? Yeah, my favorite player was Chipper Jones, and I have 17 Chipper Jones cards. Chipper Jones. I have the holographic dude. ones. I have like. Dude, that Braves team is legendary. Oh, man. Maddox and Glavin. Chipper Jones, Andrew Jones. Andrew, Andrew. yeah, it was Andrew. Legendary spelling. John Smoltz. <laughs> dude, he's playing on the Champions Tour. Like, John really? Smoltz isn't 93? Yeah, he's fucking 109. He's a dope golfer. <laughs> he's just... dope golfer. It looks exactly the same somehow. Does he still have his goatee? Probably. His goatee. Have it either way. Yeah. Do you know who's the best player in MLB history? Oh, Mike Piazza. Dude. Fucking Mike Piazza, dude. If you fucking say a single bad word about Mike Piazza, I will fucking come over there, and you don't even want to know what's gonna happen, dude. I will slit your throat, brother. You're gonna fucking take a mozzarella stick in all of your orifices. You wow. hear me? Wow. Jose Reyes. <laughs> Jose Reyes and Mike fucking Piazza. Mets, the Mets, dude. The Mets. <laughs> That's I it. have two questions for you. Mm. Uh, my first question is, is that monkey shoulder behind you? This is such great news. I was like, I'm out of scotch. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's monkey shoulder? Monkey shoulder. It is. Oh, you Dude. are way more of a man than us then. Yeah, we, we had monkey shoulder. I got it as a birthday present, and I'm not a scotch person. And um, we drank the whole bottle, and it's rough. That That is some harsh shit right there. Huh. Like I said, you're more of a man than us. We're not. Huh. This, this, this is not a scotch bottle. No, there's a lot of stuff but. like I can't drink. Um, like the ice. Said, I can't drink Smirnoff ice. Huh. I hate it. Well, but yeah. I really, yeah. So... So you're so you're here for you're, you want it to hurt the whole way down. <laughs> I don't think it hurts. It's not like a. It's an acquired taste. There's a lot of things I didn't like until like a certain age, and Scotch was one of those things that I felt like was glorified because my dad and my grandfather like, oh, like right. like. So it was like one of those things like yeah I like it like you pretend to like that stuff for a little bit and then you like it. Yeah, I feel that way about tequila. I pretended to like tequila and now I'm in love with it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like tequila was. I, like, I get that. Oh, what fire is this in my chest and then all of a sudden you're like i only drink tequila actually when i go out so right i'm getting that way about bourbon and whiskey because these these guys drink it and i just like would drink it with them and i'm like oh it's starting to kind of it's growing on me a little bit yeah again it's it's a different scene drink like Mm -hmm. i get very i get way more like prophetic and 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 just like armchair cozy yeah Yeah. armchair good good adjective yeah it's happened to your life makes sense never thought Kels of is out here fucking drinking scotch and just eating cigarette butts just looking at the not, stars yeah just not giving eating a cigarette butts oh, man. <laughs> yeah, where did that come from i don't know it just seemed like a just seemed like a harsh thing to do to your body so you put um, scotch on that level though because would you rather dude, Matt, matthiason is shaming you right now it's matheson <laughs> yeah math matheson sorry, 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 sorry. matheson sorry. loves you matheson on the other hand 
Fuck Ed Sheeran. Fuck He's schizophrenic. Who? <laughs> He's schizophrenic. Oh, can you imagine? He's Matthiason and also Matheson. He's mm. got two people on him. Uh, wait, fine. you had like two split. questions before. Oh yeah, the second. God, I forgot already. Second question. I just want to know, you know, what, like, what, what, what's coming up for you? What are you doing? What are you working on? What's, what's happening in Cal's so I, world? I have a, um, I have a song coming out very soon with Quinn ninety two, which I'm very excited oh, about. Dope. Beautiful. Um, and uh, I have, uh, I've just been working on the next wave of music. I did a deal with uh, Photo Finish, which I'm announcing here. Um, Hell yeah! I've said that anywhere, but I'm going to announce that soon. Um, and they're an amazing, exclusive. amazing label. I love them. Um, great team. Shout out Matt Galley, Drew Taylor. Um, but I just, uh, yeah, I'm very excited for what's coming up. And I, I feel like I am just like coming into this space that you see. This is just where I spend all my time and just making like, you ever notice when you're writing or doing something that like the shittiest ideas turn into the best ones where someone's like, or you could say it like this, like do something dumb. And then, you're like, actually, I kind of liked that phrasing. Yeah, you know what I mean. And so I'm yes, having a exactly. lot of, the, I'm, <laughs> I'm having a lot of moments where I'm just like, I'm messing around. I always love that uh, Dave Grohl talking about music, where he's like, go find somewhere to be shitty, go be bad yeah. at music, and it's so true. You just have to, like, talk about getting out of your own way. Just, just, just mess up and make mistakes, and we'll make better things than trying to be perfect all the time. Dear Colgate, I love that you love that I love being at home. You even let me whiten my teeth from home. Because you know how I feel about getting up from my cloud couch. The Colgate Optic White LED Kit gives professional-level results in just 10 minutes a day for 10 days when used as directed. And that's why, Colgate, I want you to meet my parents. Because ever since meeting you, I've been living life to the brightest. Colgate Optic White. Find it at all major retailers. My, um, the song I wrote surprise my wife at our wedding um, I was gonna bring this up is uh kind of taking off and it's really awesome hell yeah it's so. take okay so uh, yeah it's taking off um in in a really cool way because people are using it for their own weddings right their own proposals I get I need to post more of these but I'm getting sent all these like proposal first dance uh walk down the aisle moments to this and it's so cool because I literally I don't, I'm not gonna say worked on this song like was writing at one time or another this song for like the five years before I got married. And I'd always imagined this would be like, I imagined it as like the speech to, to my wife, but also to the guests there. Like I had always liked the people who like at a wedding I had gone to, it's like everyone else gives the speech and you acknowledge everyone else. And so I put myself in this headspace of like, and it starts like that, like as far as heartbeats go, beating right out of my chest. And it's like, I'm standing up here telling you, well, like, thanks everyone for coming sort of way. And the chorus is, I want to see you all dressed up in white. Like, I've dr I wrote this song a long time ago, and that's all I really want. And um, so I think it's just connecting with people because it has that honesty of, like, I, I, I just know. I just knew. And, yeah, there it was. Yeah. I can't tell. Oh, okay, you guys were silent for a long time. I couldn't tell if I disconnected or just marriage bores the shit out of you because I get it. No, no, oh, no, I was just listening. It's yeah. beautiful to hear, and I would love to add that you're, you're – wife is a wonderful person and um tell her i said hey oh i will yeah she's great she's been holding the camera the whole time good job <laughs> God, she is, she's got a hell of a steady she's a goddamn grip. surgeon uh, they call it a human steady cam yeah 
Seriously. Seriously, that's your nickname. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, boys. Yeah. I say we should uh, give one word to describe our day today. Cal, mm. as you may remember, that's how we like to wrap up these podcasts. So Lunch. If yeah. you if you would like to if you, <laughs> you know if what, you would like to do you know what's oh, funny is my my word works to describe I'd like to say a quick uh I know she's listening from somewhere far away uh love you Nana uh a nice moment um but also <laughs> I presented this terribly so don't get weird about this but uh RIP um and uh she would always describe <laughs> yeah exactly I, <laughs> I apologize but she would always describe like normal mundane things with like food adjectives and i thought mm, it was the best ooh. thing so i will describe today as delicious because it was hell yeah loved it loved every second of it really yeah tasty tasty little man thing. i'd love to hear that yeah it's a good positive outlook i would say my word of the day is um and i've used this before but i think productive i did a lot today i, I worked on some music made a tick a couple tiktoks i worked on this uh this writing project with my friend that I've been working on had a business meeting on FaceTime and uh, now I'm doing a podcast with my good friend who I don't talk to as much as I would like to, but um, just glad to know you as a friend and yeah, I had a productive day, but productive with the smiley face. And I'm excited to see you. Well, you have to also remember that I see you every day on my for you page so it's like <laughs> that's good to hear you're on mine as well and i'm and i'm very excited to hear that you and quinn uh 92 have a song coming out together because you are both friends of mine and great people and and funny happy people so it's going to be great to hear your voices together in a song hell yeah yes. yeah um i'll never hate myself more than when i called you uh matthiasin but matheson <laughs> thank you so much for hosting if i could go back to one point and human history it'd be that moment to undo that it's okay uh, i forgive you i think you're a handsome gentleman and uh even better person wow and i'm gonna go thank you with accomplished Ooh. i climbed a mountain today well it was a big hill i guess really no oh, don't, not really a big don't hike, you belittle that mountain that's a mountain dude yeah. yeah and i got to the top and i felt pretty good about it did you Played say anything drums i did i said i'm king of the world which was pretty stereotypical did someone hold your waist i, I mean constitutes a mountain what's a mountain compared to a hill you know what i mean like what is that oh what is that certainly don't google it yeah <laughs> that was the most energy we've ever had on this podcast <laughs> did it did anyone put my foot down yeah. on this fucking shit it was more of a bluff if you will um did anyone hold your waist while you yelled that uh no my friend jordan was behind me uh filming so nice he, he was holding my emotional waist so we'll go with that wow. but and but yeah, then I'm, I played some drums, and I'm happy to be here on the most famous and lucrative balcony in so America, lucrative, dude. So lucrative, yeah. <laughs> so lucrative. We have money that if you were here, you would see the. We have a little tarp up here with uh, with twenty dollar bills, and at the end we pull a, a little rope and twenty. Oh, I was coming. there. I said, How you I know. I'm paying rent since I left. <laughs> and we're done and Cal is just collecting the money off the floor yeah. we're like no it's more like a decorative thing and you're like no this is real money I yeah. need this for rent no now. yeah that, no, that was not a dream I don't blame you <laughs> well you're welcome thank you oh my god I'm glad that you can that you can afford uh, living in such a beautiful house which I, I need to see sooner than later so I'm yeah gonna come selfish over. come by yeah I'm going to. also when um, 
this audio fails. Uh, let's do it again <laughs> in person. <laughs> Dude, we can do endless episodes together. It'll be yeah, fantastic. Yeah. I mean, we need a part two because this was great, but I don't know if we hit struck like our in-person energy is different. Oh, it, de- it definitely is. The thing about this podcast is there are no rules. We You could be on here five fucking times. We could do Cal part one, part two, part three, part four. Like we can just hang out and record and people are going like to listen to it. philosophical on the last, like I was explaining life philosophies on the last one, if I remember correctly, but I, we'll, I, we'll, we'll get a little stony next time and, and we'll go there. Oh, I, baby. oh yeah. You know, we're not going to do the strikeout though. We'll save that for next time. Tune in next time. Part two, we're all doing a strikeout. We're we'll, do a strikeout. We'll have Spencer chug wine because he can't chug carbonated things. I, I'd do that. I would do that. <laughs> no, no. Wine would, wine would You suck, will do dude. that. I will do that. And we should do that. That should be the opening thing that we do before we start. It's like get we sideways. You know, I hope you like driving on the shoulder. Just rumble strip the whole. <laughs> <laughs> it's get messy. Hope, yeah. hope you get a good cup holder. Oh my God, Cal! Where can everybody find you on social media? Uh, you can follow me, What Up Cal, on Instagram. I will post more or help help just coax me out of my postophobia because right now I'm <laughs> I'm living with I've got like, like the heavy weighted thunder blanket that you give your dogs to just ease their anxiety. <laughs> um, follow me, What Up Cal, music on TikTok, and just look up Cal on Spotify and enjoy yourself. Hell yeah! C A L all capitals. Oh, also, I know that we said, or if you're into, um, I obviously love everything I do with my band, so you can check out Time Flies. Um, we're on the internet somewhere. Um, and uh, I know we're doing strikeouts at the beginning of next episode, but also maybe maybe part three, we go to the um, waxing parlor because we owe that to the listeners. Oh, yeah. Man. And I've put a lot of hair on my chest this episode. If you know what I mean. <laughs> I do know what you mean. We could just we could do live waxing. Of live our waxing. I would actually do I'm that. I'm sure we could <laughs> get an really... in-home waxer. No, we could we could definitely do it. We could. De- I know a guy. I know three guys. Let's leave it at that. <laughs> Hell yeah, I'm in. All right, so we're gonna uh, we're gonna ask you the final question. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I want you to not think about it. Here okay. we go. Three, two, one. When's, When's lunch? Eleven thirty. Fuck yeah. Eleven thirty. Thirty minutes earlier than noon. Love you, cow. <laughs> mm-hmm. Let's drive Cal Shapiro. When everyone zigzag, remember that. When everyone zigzag. When's lunch? When's lunch? When's lunch? Oh no.